you have the business you want, or is it driving you crazy? A recent survey said 70% of business owners are dissatisfied with some aspect of their business. That's why we created Driving Biz, the number one source of business information. We have the leading experts from around the world as guests each week. So enjoy and love your business. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a real special guest today, Mr. Jim Palmer. And I should call him Captain Jim Palmer (laughs) because that's what he is. He's founder and creator of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. And he's creator of the Dream Business Academy and Dream Business Radio, a weekly podcast based on Jim's unique brand of smart marketing and dream business building strategies. Now, Jim just mentioned to me a name that I really honor. His name is Dan Kennedy, who Jim and I share in our past. Dan Kennedy is the millionaire maker who invented systems like magnetic marketing and the renegade marketing Mm -hmm. system, systems that I used in my career when I was a cosmetic doctor doing the things I did. So it's very important to realize that business techniques transcend so many things and transmit so many industries. Currently, Jim's other business ventures include no-hassle newsletters, success adventure publishing, and how to sell from the stage like a pro. Jim also developed the cash flow conversion code. And we could go on and on and on. But Jim's biggest claim to fame these days is in 2016, after raising four children and leading a practical and predictable life, Jim and Stephanie sold their home in suburban Philadelphia and now live full time and travel on their yacht. Mm -hmm. called Floating Home. While traveling up and down the East Coast, Jim is busy building his legacy by teaching entrepreneurs and small business owners how to make an ordinary business and turn it into a dream business so they can, too, have their dream lifestyle. Welcome, Jim. Well, Dr. Liker, it's such an honor to be on your program. I followed you for a long time. I was aware of you through the early my early Dan Kennedy years were, I think, 2007 or 2008. Um, and, you know, so we, we have a lot in common. I think we've been uh, watching each other from afar. It's a great pleasure to be on your show. Yeah, I think I was covered in about eight or 10 of Dan's books because yes. every time he'd write a book, he put a little blurb in about me. And I was humbled and honored to have be in so many of his books. Yeah, my my greatest. Uh, well, I don't know. I got a bunch of them, but one, when Dan wrote a, um, well, he wrote two testimonials for two of my six books. Um, but decide which was the hardest book I wrote. It's kind of a, a mindset book where I divulged all my deepest, darkest secrets and fears and anxieties and phobias, but also how I got over them. And Dan wrote a very nice testimonial, and he doesn't do that very often. And um, of course, it was all through facts and things like that, and. And um, I actually had to redo the cover of the book because it took two or three months to do it. And I was getting ready to launch, you know, but I I, I gladly had the cover updated, had the inside updated and, and moved on with Dan's 
very, very generous uh, recommendation. So it's, it's high honor. Well, let's go through some of those principles that people can use in their businesses to make their businesses special. You know, for example, the principle of magnetic marketing, where people actually seek you out rather than you seek them out. Yep. How about that one? Well, tell people how that works for businesses that you coach. It really is about uh, your brand, right? It's about creating a brand. And I don't care who you are. When, you, when I heard you talking about Dan earlier, you know, one of the famous lines is, my business is different. That's what everybody thinks when they hear some of these principles. And of course, you know, at the foundation of magnetic marketing is uh, the three M's, market, message, match. So it's really about matching the correct message to the right market, right? You don't go into a football stadium and hope to win all, you know, 15,000 people, you're looking for the 10 that are your perfect match. And that's really what Dan has done. When I was getting started, um, I started in 2001 with a typical small business. I was writing and designing newsletters and my customers were local people. I had yet to just, you know, learn about the internet. And um, once I did, and I, I went to my first um, Kennedy thing and I was just hooked. I bought every book he ever wrote and the, the he had a book. And I'm sure you remember it called um, No BS Wealth Attraction. And in there, he taught the principle, which says you will earn far more income for who you are than what you do, because there's always more people who there's thousands of people, which what, you know, that do the other things that you do. So it really is about and I, I was figuring out, well, how do I, you know, how do I turn myself into somebody? And um Literally, as I'm reading this chapter at night, and I, I took a phone call the next day from one of my early clients. He was a sales trainer, and I did. I, I created his first newsletter, and I always tell my clients, it's going to take three or four months before this thing takes on. It's not a you know, it's not a three day sale weekend announcement. This is a relationship building tool. On his first his first newsletter that we did for him, he got like three new clients. And he called me up on the phone. This is back in the day when you, I answered my phone. I learned how not to do that from Dan as well. But I picked up my phone. And he goes, hey, Palmer, and I'm going to clean it up for your audience. You're an effing newsletter guru, right? And I'm like, New, wait, newsletter guru. And so I branded myself. Alan is the newsletter guru. It's the it's on the title of my first book right there, The Magic of Newsletter Marketing. The newsletter everything was about being the newsletter guru. Bill Glazer started talking about me from stage. Well, if you're going to do a newsletter, go go see Jim Palmer. He's the newsletter guru. I never went to college for desktop publishing. I'm a hack at Photoshop. Everything I write has to be edited because I'm horrible with the English language. But I know how to create a newsletter and Calling myself the newsletter guru was one way to put myself above everybody else who could probably do even better newsletters. So, you know, the idea that it's the right market, which is, you know, me with small business owners really attaching myself to the Glazer Kennedy world with the right, you know, the right strategy and then branding myself and not being just a, a company that produces newsletters. That's what did it for me. Well, and it's the message that you drove home to the marketplace. There are a gazillion people writing newsletters out there. Mm -hmm. But the very fact you brand yourself as the newsletter guru, that yeah. means you're different than everybody else. And no matter who else writes newsletter, no one else can be the newsletter guru. 
That's right. You know, quick story. When I, so um, I think it was about 2009 at a Glacier Kennedy super conference, I, I, I ponied up like five grand to rent a 10 by 10 piece of carpet so I could set up the display, which I didn't have. I had to make one. And just for the chance to be in front of, you know, 12 to 1500 small business owners. And I had my banner, the newsletter guru. I had a caricature. I was so nervous, Alan. I was like, oh, my God, people are going to come up. Newsletter guru, they're going to laugh. And I just felt and it worked like crazy. I must have signed up 50 people to to know hassle newsletters. And it just kept going from there. So you really can anoint yourself. And, you know, Dan used to say all these letters after your name, the alpha, they don't mean anything to people because most of them don't know what it is. But when you brand yourself and make yourself very attractive for what it is you do to what they want, there you go. And so I did that. I wrote that for a long time, then, you know, switched in about 2009 to being the newsletter guru and the dream business coach when I started coaching. Did that for about two years. And then I just focused on being the dream business coach. No Hassle Newsletter still runs, by the way, but I focus all now on, on being the dream business coach, which my second popular brand. Yeah, and I can understand that. I retired from medicine in 2019. And, you know, the world started to have this little thing called a pandemic for two oh, years. Oh, geez. <laughs> so it, literally, it literally rolled up its sleeves for two years. And I call it the lost two years because that literally what happened. The, the world decided not to do anything for two years. So I rebranded myself as the doctor of positivity. And mm. I know the world needs a positive message out there now. My God, do they need a positive message. Yes. It is such, you turn on the news and you see all this negativism. It's a sad thing. The pandemic could have drawn people together, but it tore people apart. Yes, it made the divisions that were there. And, and honestly, I mean, there's always divisions. There's always two sides, but it really, yeah, I, it really um, ex- accelerated some of the uh, divisions on on a number of different levels, which is kind of sad, but you're right. You know, I had this expression that I came up with. Well, being in the Kennedy world, you, you know, Lee Miltier, I'm sure you know that name. Lee Miltier is a good friend of mine. And, you know, she interviewed me on her show and she heard me through social media say, my advice is to stay in your lane. She goes, well, let's. Fu-. So what does that mean to me? You know, social media and marketing, and everything. Everybody started sharing their thoughts and ideas about the pandemic, about the government, about the vaccine, about everything. And I'm like, whoa, you can have those thoughts and feelings and opinions. Yes, we live in a country where you're free to share them. But when you go outside your lane, in other words, what you've worked so hard to build your brand upon, to me, you know, a serial entrepreneur, a a coach, a, a person who's actually been able to create success, all these different things. Who in the world cares what Jim Palmer thinks about X, Y, and Z hot topic? And I think in in my world, I'm telling people you can't. Back in the day, there's an expression I know you can you know relate to about the same age. Back in the day, remember the show Leave It to Beaver or Father Knows Best. The dad goes to work, he has his work life. Then he comes home, he has his home life. It's like that in the weekends. Today with social media, there are no barriers. You can't have your own work persona and your other persona, which is your personal life. You, everybody sees everything. So to me, it's like, 
stay in your lane, keep pumping the message. To me, it's all about dream business lifestyle, dream business this, dream business that, multiple streams of revenue. And so I do not, I choose not to muddy the waters with, you know, my opinions on on everything that's going on. I I think that's important. And I, I think it's so important to speak about your knowledge area and not yes. go and pollute it with everything else. And and I think that's where people make their biggest mistakes of polluting their knowledge area with everything else. Oh, I agree with you. And and by the way, I may have some knowledge because I do research at night or whatever, but again, People don't want, people don't follow me. They don't come to me for my views on <laughs> immigration or whatever, whatever the, whatever is like disturbing everybody. I think they have, there are plenty of places they can get their, their needs met in that area. And I don't actually, you know, you talk about the doctor of positivity. I want to be thought of as somebody who's positive, forward thinking, got good ideas and always being the cheerleader for my clients. That's what I want to be. I don't want to be the guy stirring the pot. Exactly. Okay, Jim, let's go into your dream business coaching. What (laughs) are three things that can help people have the dream business they want today? Okay, first and foremost, when when I when when Stephanie and I had this thought about after raising the kids and being in this house with an acre and a half and shoveling and cutting lawn, I wanted to be done with that. I said, well, we ought to go do something fun. We ought to have an adventure. And we thought about what that looked like. I can run my business anywhere as long as I had Wi-Fi, which is a big challenge for for five years, portable Wi-Fi. But the first thing I had to do was get over this fear I had of moving out of my home office and and how are we going to travel? How are we going to do this? We just had to have a mindset that we're going to figure it out. This, the very first step that I did is when I, be, even before we sold the house, I decided I love boating so much because we had a, a smaller boat before the floating home. I wanted to not work Fridays. So I, I'm just going to stop working Fridays. I'll do coaching calls Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And so I, I had a perpetual three-day weekend. I like that so much. In six months, I stopped working Mondays. So I've been literally for over seven years running my business Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Now, Alan, in order to do that, I needed to get very clear. First of all, I got very clear on what, what I wanted my life to be. I wanted to work three days a week and be off four. And then I had to figure out what kind of income do I need to earn in order to fund this lifestyle? And then I just reverse engineer it. I said, as long as I'm very, very busy, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, with the right mix of coaching clients, I can do it. And so it's a little nerve wracking, but that's what you have to do. There's another thing I'll share with you, which is part of a dream business is most people that have very healthy incomes do so by way of multiple streams of income or in a business, multiple streams of revenue. Very seldom does somebody have just one business that goes extremely well. It's not, it's not impossible, obviously, but between no hassle newsletters, dream business coaching, my concierge print mail and demand, successive interest publishing, all these different things combined with different revenue streams to produce the income and, and income that I need to fund, fund my lifestyle. So I'm I'm kind of giving you the, the glazed overview, but fund your lifestyle means a few things. What do you need to actually put diesel in the in the boat? What do I need to pay all of our insurance and fund our retirement and, and fund your everyday lifestyle? So you got to really know what that number is and then create a business that will afford you that lifestyle. 
Yes. And, and the key is you first define your lifestyle and then you figure out how to pay for it and figure That's out right. all the steps that are that way. Because and most people you do it the other way, people think I'm going to work hard. I'm going to yeah. work harder. I'm going to work harder. And then I'm going to be happy. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. And, you know, most people have what I call the pursuit of more. Well, I just want more. I want to generate more income. I want to do more of this. I want to do more of this. I want to work. I want to earn more and work less. But they never define it. It just seems like this thing. You know, I, I owe a very good friend of mine and an early mentor in business a great debt of gratitude, which which I have repaid. But the message that he said to me, you know, maybe eight or nine years ago was that he said, Jim, are you ever actually going to buy a boat or are you just going to talk about it the rest of your life? And he said, that was number one, because I've, I've always wanted a boat, but we got married young and then we started having one, two, three, four kids. Life takes over expenses and all the, two girls, two weddings inside of 12 months. So all that took place, right? But he said, you are way past where you said you needed to be in order to buy your boat. And so it was kind of put in the mirror in front of my face and I just had to decide I'm not going to, I don't want to have any regrets when I'm, you know, 85 or 90 years old, unable to safely get in a boat, let alone drive it. I don't want to say, damn it, I wish I did that. So that was that was a real gift to me. Someone held my feet to the fire. Well, you know, this is the thing. If you are constantly dreaming and constantly not doing what you want to do, it's never going to happen. That's right. And and you know what? There's a I work with my um, coaching clients. My seventh book was called "Just Say Yes," which means it's a it's a nicer way of saying you know that expression, Alan. uh, Just jump and learn how to fly on the way down. So just say yes means you often say yes to things before you know exactly how it's going to turn out. You take the first step or the second step before you know what steps ten, eleven, and twelve look like. You know, when Steph and I bought this 50-foot boat, I, I've never operated a 50-foot boat with almost a 1,000 horsepower. De- and and literally, the only time I've been in a boat in the Atlantic Ocean was when I was a kid. We took a t- ferry ride to Martha's Vineyard in Nantucket. And here we are driving this boat in the ocean. And, you know, somebody could say, well, I was highly unsafe. Well, we, we managed five years, 12,000 miles. We're okay. But the learning curve was huge. But again, in business and in life, I think it's really important to actually act before you feel ready, when, especially when you're going to do something new, because if it's new, you don't know what it feels like to be ready, right? It's all new. So, I mean, that really defines, I think, entrepreneurship as being willing to take a risk. You know, I think that's true. And I think that's how entrepreneurs define themselves. They they literally take that leap of faith and then they pick up the pieces as they're falling to the ground. Yes, my wife says I'm the she, I'm the most optimistic person. She goes because I always like it's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to well how I, I don't know yet, but it's going to work out. I just believe that. I think by and large, most entrepreneurs who who achieve success are optimistic because you'll always find a way if you're forward thinking that I'm just going to find the way it's going to work out. I, I, I just never give up. You know what I mean? It's just something about me and, and I'm part of the my DNA, I guess, but I'll always find a way to make it work out. That's just my inner core belief. Yes, exactly. Now, Jim, this show is called Driving Biz, and it really is about how to have a fantastic business. 
How do you have a fantastic business? First of all, I don't let my business run my life. My life is a factor that I've built a successful business. You know, I, for the first 10, 12 years, yeah, I was the guy who worked 80 hours a week, nose to the grind. So I did that. You can't just flip a switch. But then I was also smart enough, thanks to a mentor I mentioned that, okay, now that I built this business, what do I want the next 10 years to look like? That's when I started reshaping it. You know, you mentioned in the introduction, as far as a fantastic life, you, we did trade practical and predictable because that's how we looked at our lives. We played everything by the book. We had the insurance. We had the kids. We put them through school. We did everything by practical and predictable. Always kept my curb clean. We'd, you know, we'd good neighbors, but we wanted to go do something that was way outside the box. And Alan, when we told people we we're doing this, there was no gray area. People either thought you are completely nuts or, oh my gosh, that's so cool. So we did something adventurous, exciting. There's an, there's another expression that I think as far as living a fantastic life, my wife, Stephanie, came up with this line, says, we chose to live with less so we could experience more. Our whole life, especially these last five to seven years, has been one of experience and adventure. And in order to do that, you, I mean, I'm not saying it can't be done with 12 houses and multiple cars, but we whittled all the way down. We had our boat. We had one car at my son's house when we left, and we had a small amount of stuff in a storage unit, stuff that meant something to us. The rest of it was we give it, we gave it away or sold it. We were all about our life on that boat and going from town to town, going in the ocean, experience this, experience that. We have built I don't want to say a lifetime of of adventure and memories, but in five years, I think we did so much, and we're kind of planning, you know, what is our next adventure? So, how to have a, how to live a fantastic life? Look forward at yourself. I, I forget who who I, who I saw um, do this uh, video, but it was like when you're when you are your eighty five or ninety year old self, will you look back and regret the things you didn't do, or will you will you smile proudly about the things that you did do? I want to be in that camp. Exactly. I think, you know, at the end of the day, we only have our memories. We only have the things that we can remember and enjoy along the way. So those are the things we should be inventing, investing the most in. And, and you know what? That's called legacy. And that's a little bit I'm working on my legacy as a business owner. But I also think Stephanie and I look at the way we're li we're living our lives right now, and we're setting an example for our children, our grandchildren, um, who think, "Well, that's pretty cool." You know, Grammy and Bubba lived on a boat, right? And we did this, and we did that, and, and there's nothing against just if you just want to, you know, be in your and go in the same driveway for 42 years or 50 years, that's fine. But I think we're also demonstrating that there is another way to live your life, which. You never know the reach that you're going to have and the impact that you might have simply because of the example in the way you're living your life. Yeah, I think that's key. You live your life, set examples for your life so that everything will be moving in certain ways and you make it happen. Those are the things people are going to talk about about you. Those are the things people are going to mention about you. That's right. And, you know, you asked me about, you know, some of the things that help you have more successful business. Well, when I moved on the boat, I was the same coach. 
But somebody called me actually, you know, friend, a friend of mine said, Oh, you're Captain Jim Palmer now. Well, I guess I am a captain. I'm captaining my boat, right? And so I, I kind of adapted that moniker. But then every time I, I jump on my camera from the captain's chair, I would always mention, Hey, it's Captain Jim Palmer. I'm from the captain. I'm sitting in my beautiful captain's chair up here on the bridge of the floating home. I wanted to share with you. Boom. And then I'd share like a success nugget or something, but it's always driving you know, the message. So what are you doing in your life today that can help, you know, drive that same message? Exactly. Well, Jim, we're almost at the end of our time together. Can you tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you and find out more about the services you offer? I'd be happy to. And thank you. So uh, getjimpalmer.com. Getjimpalmer.com is my home base. Everything can spiderweb off of there. Um, you know, my books, my coaching program, I will mention as part of my legacy program, I've made all of my books free in digital format. So if you want to go to Amazon, for example, and the book that um, Dan Kennedy endorses called Decide is the shortest title. So if you were to put in Decide Jim Palmer, because Alan, if you put in Jim Palmer, this old baseball player comes up. So put in Decide, <laughs> the name of my book and Jim Palmer, my, that will come up. Click on my my name and my author's page will come up and you can download all six of my books for free um, as Amazon. They're also in the iBook store. If anybody's curious, so non-business related, but Stephanie ended up doing a lot of videoing and, and did some wonderful videos. We had a, a channel called Our Floating Home on YouTube. If you're curious about our boat, what it looked like, and some of our travels, she documented it all. Our Floating Home is the channel on YouTube if you want to see what that looks like. Excellent. And Everybody, thank you so much, Jim, for being here. He's been inspirational, and you should listen to what he speaks of, because I've been down that path, and I know it as well. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. And audience, please, audience, go to my website, Dr. Ellen Leica. There you will see a golden pearl sign up. And there you'll get a golden pearl each and every week. This week's golden pearl is from Bill Parcells. There is winning and there is misery. Think about that in your life as you move forward. Mm -hmm. Bye for now and have a fantastic day. We hope you enjoyed Driving Biz, where you get the advice of the leading experts of the world. If you want more, you need to join the number one community for business owners, NoBull.Biz. And for a limited time, you can join at a discounted rate. To learn more, go to nobull.biz.